Do you consider yourself to have a growth mindset? Do you wake up in the morning looking to learn something new? Well, are you a mover? Do you consider yourself a mover as in like human movement, like you want to get more out of your workout, more out of your sport, or even everyday life? And then do you apply it? Are you excited when you get better? Do you have that feeling of accomplishment to be the best that you can be? Well, you're listening to the right podcast. Welcome to Learn, Move, Improve. Hosted by me, Dave Maloney. What's up? Learn, Move, Improve. Welcome to the show. Episode 19, Supplements. Now, before we get into supplements that I like, this is, I am not a doctor. I am not a registered dietitian. All the information I'm going to tell you today is from research that I've done or research that others in the field that are of higher knowledge of me have put out there to say, hey, we recommend or suggest that you may be interested in taking these supplements to improve your health. So this is a suggestion, not a prescription. And always check with your healthcare provider before you take any type of supplements. And just so you know, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, is not authorized to review dietary supplement products for safety and effectiveness before they are marketed. So essentially, they can say whatever they want is in these supplements. And unless somebody says, hey, I think that's bullshit, I'm going to call them out and I'm going to do research and study into it, the FDA will never look into it unless that happens. So just something to be aware of because they can say you take this pill and you're going to lose 20 pounds. Like there's so much crap out there. A lot of it is crap and a bunch of bullshit. So be careful. Always do your research. Research the products. Ask your doctor. Ask a friend who may be an expert in the field. Yeah, do your research because there's a bunch of crap out there. There's a bunch of companies who suck, but there's also a good amount of companies who are very well-known. They really look into their products and they do third-party studies and they don't just throw a label on there that says it's going to help you so you buy it and waste your money. So let's get into it. First one I want to talk about, vitamin D. So vitamin D is actually a hormone. It's not really a vitamin. So essentially, your body takes in vitamin D from the sun. And when you take it in, it's carried to your liver and then your kidneys, and then they transform it to make it active so then you can absorb it. A large issue with modern society is is we're not outside as much as we normally are. We're not getting anywhere near as much sun exposure as we normally do, or I should say as we have as human beings in the past. So unless you're like a landscaper or you're outside in the sun all day, even if you are outside in the sun all day, we are wearing clothes unless you live, live in a nude community. So a lot of these receptors aren't absorbing a lot of that vitamin D. So we're not getting anywhere near as much vitamin D as we used to. And that's a problem. Uh, Up to 41% of the US population is deficient in vitamin D. And vitamin D helps with calcium absorption, energy levels, bone health, protects against disease, uh, improves brain function, lowers your risk of cancer and heart disease. Um, It's huge. So and the vitamin D that you want to look into is going to be vitamin D3 with vitamin, I think it's vitamin, vitamin D3 with K2. Yep. So that protects 
against calcification. Because when you mix these two, the vitamin D is more absorbable. And it comes in a spray form. You can take a pill. I like a spray. It's real easy. They're saying you should get like around 5,000 IEUs. And very important to get a lot of that. And the only way you can get tested is, what did I say? IEUs. Did I say that right? IEUs. Let's check it out. IEU. 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 Is that correct? No, it's IU. See, I don't know what I'm talking about. So don't listen to anything I'm going to say in this podcast. IU. Um, they said up to 5,000 IUs a day is like what people are starting to recommend. Most vitamin D supplements have nowhere near that. So you need many more sprays. Um, so I'll get off my chest now. A big company that I believe in and I think they have quality products is going to be on it. O-N-N-I-T. You can check out all their stuff on onit.com. They do tons of research. Um, they are on the more expensive side of things. And again, you don't need to take all these supplements. Just recommendations. I'm always looking at food first. Can you get what you need from the ground or from the sun? Can you get it naturally? I am not a massive fan of taking tons of supplements. I take a vitamin D myself because I'm not, it's also winter right now. I'm in New Jersey. There's literally just about no sun. There may be sun one out of six days here in the winter and it's gloomy, it's nasty. And I feel that, yeah, my energy level sucks in the winter. So that's why I supplement and it's going to benefit my overall health. Moving on, the next one, creatine. Creatine is probably the most well-studied science-backed supplement ever. And what does creatine do? It essentially pulls in water into the musculature. It allows some more muscle growth, strength gains. It can increase power production, um, body composition, and anaerobic strength without oxygen. So creatine... I started taking creatine actually in the beginning of December, and I can tell you I've gained uh, quite a quick amount of weight, and that's normal, like I said, because you essentially draw more water into the tissues, and you kind of blow up relatively quick, but I do feel so much stronger, and there's really not too many negatives, but if you're going to get creatine, I definitely recommend creatine monohydrate. Uh, you just mix it in with a glass of water and you're ready to go. One teaspoon up to five. I think I'd take like five grams. Um, very simple. It's all the supplements I'm talking about today are also like um, allowed. And when I say allowed, I mean, what am I mean? I mean NS, what's it called? NSF. NSF. Does that sound right? NSF. What did he say? NSF. Let me look. Give me a second. One second. One second. Yep. NSF. So NSF is certified if you play sports, um, if you ever get tested for performance enhancing drugs, creatine 
as long as it's from a quality supplement manufacturer, safe for sport, safe to improve your performance. And I believe same with the rest of everything else I'm going to tell you today. Nothing what I'm telling you is illegal to take. I'm not telling you to take anabolic steroids. So if we move on, next one, another thing that I enjoy that I take. And again, back on the creatine real quick. You don't, you, you don't really have to take creatine. I'm not, again, I'm not telling you to take. You have to take all these supplements. It's up to you. You can also do your own research. You know, talk to your healthcare provider. But it's... It's good to know where you are and it's good to see what helps, what you don't like, what you don't like. Um, For me, the reason I take creatine, I am Bones Jones Jr. I have always been skinny. I could eat McDonald's for a month straight and I probably wouldn't gain any fat. Not yet, me being 26 years old. I'm sure it's going to catch up to me when my metabolism drops, but I cannot put on weight for my life. It's very difficult. Um, So I started taking some more creatine to see if I can get some more mass, I can get stronger because I felt like I hit, I almost hit, I did as much as I could to hit the highest climax of my strength gains. So now I feel like I need to, I need a little bit more. And so I started supplementing with creatine. I think you get that. Moving on. Beta alanine. Beta alanine is like a pre-workout supplement. And it's actually an amino acid. What it helps with is lactate clearance. Uh, so essentially buffers the response to fatigue and that burn to an extent. So you can get greater volume. You can get, uh, if you're doing high intensity interval training, you're going to be able to work out harder uh, for a short, a longer duration. And you're going to have more output. The beta alanine has the wrap of giving you those tingly kind of feeling all over your body. Um, some beta alanes are super potent and you feel like you're just got electrocuted. Probably not good if you don't like that. A lot of people don't like that. Um, I enjoy that feeling. Um, but again, I'm not, I don't want it so strong that I feel like I'm going to pass out. Um, it's in pill form normally. They may have powders as well. It's in a lot of pre-workouts. They just throw it in there. Um, and I do feel like when I take it before, I feel like I'm able to get more reps in. Definitely helps, you know, buffer that fatigue, especially in the beginning when I'm going really hard, high power, high intensity output, heavy weight, moving quickly. If I'm doing sprints or agility or Olympic lifts, I can definitely feel more explosive. Moving on, krill oil, um, on it sells krill oil, and I believe that they've do, they're doing it right because a lot of fish oils are contaminated and they're not really the greatest thing for you unless it's from a very quality source. source. But krill oil contains triglycerides, which are essentially fa- essential fatty acids, I'm sorry, that's fish oil that contains triglycerides because you're taking this for fat because it can help with um, joint health. It can also help with getting extra fats in the diet, um, lower inflammation. But essentially, the fish oil has triglycerides, but the krill oil has phospholipids. And they're both types of fatty acids, but the phospholipids are easier to absorb and the krill oil also contains this thing called astaxanthin which boosts cognitive health 
um, and also helps cardiovascular. A lot of people with problems with their heart are told to take fish oil. It can help with cardiovascular health. So basically joint, cognitive, and cardiovascular, anti-inflammatory. I definitely recommend taking that. I do take that daily. Um, and, you know, especially if you're someone who's working out really hard, um, or maybe you feel like you have some joint pain, probably a good start to start with that krill oil to see if anything changes. And again, always, you are an ongoing diagnostic process. You might take this supplement and say, I don't feel any different. I don't think anything worked. And that's it. You know, you made a decision to consciously give it a shot. And if you feel like it didn't work, then it didn't work. Or, or then, then stop paying for it. Don't take it again. Moving on. Next one. Uh, I know a lot of people, this is kind of uh, in the newer phase, taking digestive enzymes. A lot of people are feel like extremely bloated or if you had a huge meal, you can take these digestive enzymes which help break down your food faster. You can either take them before or after the meal depending on what the supplement instructions are and it can ease your bloating and discomfort especially from a large meal. But the most important thing is that it improves your nutrient absorption. Greater Nutrient absorption is going to mean greater energy, and it's also going to mean greater recovery, so you're going to feel better. So that's something that you may want if you feel uh, like you're leaving a lot of change on the table. You may want to think about taking that because, or, forget, did that make any sense? Or if you're one of those folks, every time you eat, you feel like crap. There's a lot in there that has to do maybe your gut health sucks, which you'll save for another podcast. Um, but maybe you really need help breaking that down or your gut health isn't optimized. Those digestive enzymes can assist. Next one, spirulina. Uh, this is something really, it's kind of like a phase for a while. But I take it because I believe I need help with micro nutrition, micronutrients. So spirulina is like this algae that grows in fresh water. Um, it's a plant protein, but it's a plant protein that provides you all your essential amino acids. Now you're not going to just like throw down five tablespoons of spirulina. Uh, it tastes like shit, but you really don't need that much because it contains so many micronutrients, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. So it has some essential fatty acids in there. Um, it contains calcium, iodine, magnesium. Um, the big thing, let me show you this t statistic that I saw. Where is it at? Where is it at? Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Um, it's also sustainable. So that's huge. So it's very um, easy to grow, unlike, you know, all the controversy with how much livestock we're growing and all the animals that we just grow to slaughter kind of I don't agree with. You know, so many poor animals don't get to live a life and they're fed crap um, just so we can eat a big steak or a nice piece of chicken. Uh, spirulina can also boost your endurance, promote heart health as well. It can also help your immune system and respiratory distress. So let, let me show you, uh, tell you, here we go. Sorry, I literally am all over the place today. 
uh, one teaspoon of spirulina has more calcium than the same amount of whole milk, more beta carotene than an equivalent amount of carrots, and 10 times the iron of spinach. So that's a simple tablespoon you can, or teaspoon you can just throw in your water, take a shot of it, and you're getting top-notch micronutrients very easily just from uh, algae that grows in water. Very simple. Moving on, this is the last one I'm going to talk about today. Whey protein. Everybody loves their protein. I'm going to get huge because I'm going to drink my protein. Oh my gosh. You know, I really love my protein. Okay, seriously, I, again, like I said, I'm a big believer of real food first. So if you don't have the ability to eat real food following your workout or throughout the day, then yeah, maybe you might want to supplement with some protein. There's all different kinds of proteins. The two proteins that I would suggest would be whey protein isolate. So that's the purest form of whey. It takes out all the fat, takes out all the carbs, all the sugar, and it contains all the essential amino acids to produce and help with recovery, tissue repair, muscle growth, so on and so forth. And it has a high amount of leucinine in it, which is a branch chain amino acid that can signal or does signal muscle protein synthesis. So it essentially signals to the body, let's grow these tissues, let's repair, let's get stronger, so on and so forth. Um, in addition to that, I'm also a fan of taking or folks who are interested who may be vegan of or vegetarian of taking protein that is vegan. Uh, the only thing is you want to make sure that your vegan protein has the essential amino acids. Most, the big controversy is if you're a vegan or vegetarian, I guess vegetarians could get it more than vegans, but you're not getting those essential amino acids for your body. So you have to make sure that the protein that you're taking has those essential amino acids. And like I said earlier, the protein over it on it does have those essential amino acids. They have a top-notch product. And from what it looks like, it has a high amount of leucinine in it. Let's see. And it also has, it's gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free, soy-free, sugar-free. And it has all the essential amino acids and it's derived from pea, pumpkin, sunflower, and watermelon seed protein. And it's good because, again, I'm a big fan of not trying to eat eight, eight servings of animals a day. I think it is destroying the planet. And I think we should be aware of like things like spirulina or these vegan proteins where you can still get quality protein, macronutrient, and um, be able to enhance your performance, enhance your recovery by not having to use a source of protein derived from animals. So it's good to supplement on and off with that. And you're also making a big deal. You're saving the environment 
And uh, it should make you feel good that you're doing that. And if you don't care about any of that stuff, that's your decision. Uh, that's your belief. And I respect your belief. But those are all the supplements. Uh, I'll probably have another podcast down the line talking about other supplements that are out there. But those are the ones that I normally start with um, that I believe can help the most. There's probably others that I'm forgetting. But those are the ones that I've you know, supplemented with, that I've used, I've messed around with. Um, and again, if you ever have any questions and you're like, oh, you know, you're going to want to talk to your healthcare provider um, or somebody who's maybe a, a dietitian or a nutrition expert. Um, but to overview one more time, we got vitamin D and you want D3 with K2. That helps you absorb the vitamin D better. Vitamin D3 with K2. Also talked about creatine. We talked about beta alanine. We talked about krill oil. We talked about digestive enzymes, spirulina, and the good old protein. One more thing with that protein, there's a lot of research showing that you want to, you know, the whole kind of thing was, dude, you got to get your protein in after your workout. So literally people are finishing their curls and they're chugging an entire thing of protein and milk. But there's a lot of research saying you want to wait longer. So I normally recommend 30 minutes to an hour, if not longer, until you eat. So many people are very hungry after they work out. Me, I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to eat right now. It takes some time to get used to that. But think you just worked out as hard as you could. Say you had a really good workout. The blood is all over your body, right? You got blood all in your arms, all in your legs and the extremities. And then you're going to chug a thing of protein right to your digestive tract. Now, all that blood is now going to be forced to run back to your digestive tract. So your body is thinking, oh, well, I just wanted to have all this blood. The blood carries the nutrients. I wanted all this blood out in my periphery. Now it's got to run back and try and digest all this protein. So it's better to just wait, allow your body to recover, shunt the blood back to the heart on its own, back to the digestive system, into the all the organs. Let your body calm down. Let that pump work itself off, that huge pump. And then have your food so your body knows what to do with the food and you don't waste any of that absorption of protein because you were told to just chug it after your curls. So I hope that makes sense. I appreciate you listening. It's 2020. Make the most out of this year. It's a new decade. This is year one to start your decade out right. Kick some ass. Um, there's, I'm starting up a thing, a program called skilled conditioning. If you're, uh, in the area of South Jersey, you can check out more information on the website, movementmobilizations.com. I already have 12 people signed up. They're locked in, but I'll be doing a phase two in February. So anybody who's interested in kind of taking your performance to the next level, um, it's a combination of endurance training with power production, Olympic lifting, um, strength training, weight training, cross training, a lot of movement-based things. 
Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very challenging, and it's going to take your performance to the next level. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned till February when it opens back up and I take in 12 new folks. Um, always check out, if you're a member over at Evolve Fitness and you follow this, Body Works. I got four classes Tuesday, 5.30 p.m., Wednesday at 5.30 a.m., Friday, 4.30 p.m., and Saturday at 8 a.m., Love to see you in there. A lot of fun, good workouts, challenging your entire body. Uh, and I'm always queuing. Make sure you're in the best position possible. Don't just do the workout to do it. Improve your mechanics. Go in the gym like it's a lab. Improve the way you move. Improve your strength. Improve your performance. Don't just go in there to look good naked. That's a byproduct of improving your movement and your performance. That will come but put your body first and take care of your body and do it the right way. And looking good naked will come because we all want that in the long run anyway. Okay, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope I was able to shine some light on today's topic. Remember, keep learning, keep moving, and never stop improving. One love, everybody. Happy New Year. For more information on how to connect with me, work with me, or come to one of my group classes, check out my website, movementandmobilizations.com. Also check out my Instagram, David Michael Maloney, or send me an email. I'm always open to answer any questions and lend a helping hand, movementandmobilizations at gmail.com. Thank you very much. I look forward to hearing from you.